Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Heart of Dating podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Mr. Tomlin. (laughs) (laughs) And we're married and we do this podcast together. If you're new around here, this podcast started five years ago, well, coming up on five years ago by me as a single woman. And just in the last year, JJ and I got engaged and married. And now JJ has become a part of Heart of Dating. I'm the president chief of operations and (laughs) podcast co-host. I've been promoted. You have been promoted. In many ways, aren't haven't you, honey? Yes, I've been a very good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, JJ has a really big heart to serve the men, single men, which is so fun because as you know, I have been a single woman doing this podcast for many years and I've always wanted to serve the men in an even better way. And so JJ, truly, God put it on his heart to serve single men. And it wasn't me being like, you have to date. If you date me, you need to serve single men or else. No, it was really the Holy Spirit that implanted this on his heart. And so now he loves to serve men on Fridays right now in this series season, he's doing a men's mini sewed Friday. So guys, make sure to tune in and ladies, send it to your guy friends. Yeah. It's so funny. Half of the guys listening, it's because the girl they're talking to are just sending them their way. So keep it up, ladies. That's right. (laughs) men you're always welcome to tune in yourself okay yes and then also make sure to check out jj on instagram at jj tomlin let's go it's full of fun and wisdom and many sports memes <laughs> lots of sports memes mm-hmm. <laughs> all right guys our biggest announcement drum roll please <laughs> heart of dating conference 2023 is in atlanta <laughs> <laughs> early bird tickets on sale right now you guys, we are so excited. If you want an early bird ticket, you can only get one until December 31st, New Year's Eve. On New Year's Day, tickets go up, okay? You can go to heartofdating.com forward slash HODC or HODC2023.com. We hit you on both ends. We are so excited for this conference. I got to be honest, by the time this episode goes live, there's a chance we may already be sold out of our VIP tickets. I'm not sure. So if you want a VIP ticket and we have like, it's still open, then get it right now because it will sell out. And I am going to tell you, oh, it's so exciting, but you guys must know. You got to tell them. We're going to sell out. Yeah, we're we're going to sell sell out. out. Like, We will sell out our main tickets in Atlanta. We are partnering with Sam Collier and Story Church, and they are hitting it big as well. And we are so excited about this partnership, but we will sell out our in-person tickets. In one day alone, we were like almost like one seventh sold out. Okay, so we we had a feeling, we had a feeling and we told you guys and it's gonna sell out. It's gonna sell out. Even though we have a pretty big venue, it's gonna sell out. And so 
That's okay though, because we do have online tickets and we are going to make the online experience even better than ever this year. We are looking into potential virtual watch parties, TBD. I'm trying to work on it right now, but we're going to make the online experience amazing as well. Okay. It's not going to be your typical online conference or online live stream. Like it will be very interactive, very engaging. We have the Hearted Dating team that will do breakout rooms with you, various leaders. It's going to be super fun and you will have a singles party online as well. And then of course those in person, it's two days, February 18th and 19th. It's going to be so fun in Atlanta. We can't wait. Some of our speakers, all of them this year are in person. JP Pacluda, AO, Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child, Hannah Brencher, Riley Sewell, back, back, back in black, back again. I don't know. I just felt like it. But right, she wore black on stage last year, so it made me feel like she's coming back in black. She she is amazing. She was a hit last year at our conference, so she's coming back. She actually will probably be married. She came last year fully single, and now this time at the next conference, she'll probably probably be married to Jack. It's so crazy, you guys. So wild. She will be. I think she will. And she dated the unexpected. Okay, so our theme of this year is unexpected, and we can't wait. Uh, Lastly, Bethany Allen's going to be there. Mm -hmm. She's incredible. She's from Bridgetown Church up in Portland, and I love Bethany. She is single. She's wonderful. She's an amazing teacher, and I can't wait for you guys to learn from her. And then, of course, Tony Collier. Let's hear it for Tony because she's the best and hilarious, and we just can't wait. It's going to be fun and popping breakout rooms um we're gonna have a singles party we're gonna have so many different things and fun surprises so come and join us at hodc 2023 okay before we get into this episode i just want to let you guys know if you've never done counseling or are interested in counseling we have for a few years now partnered with an incredible service called faithful counseling and you can get 10 percent off your first month using faithful counseling by going to faithfulcounseling.com forward slash heart of dating Faithful Counseling is a Christian counselor network. It's all done virtually, but you just fill out a form and they connect you with somebody within 24 hours. We have hundreds of people in the Heart of Dating community using Faithful Counseling, and it is incredibly affordable. So if you haven't done therapy because of the price, definitely check out Faithful Counseling and make sure to go to faithfulcounseling.com forward slash heart of dating because that will be your 10% discount code. Okay. That was great. You did that with no script. I know. That was super impressive. (laughs) Can you tell I've done this for five years? I know. Hey. You're a pro. Okay, babe, let's get into our great date question, which guys, we are so sorry we missed it last week. I know. We were talking about it. Like, wait a second. Did we miss it? We were just so into the episode, apparently, that we forgot. So, So sorry. Today's question, Mm -hmm. we did not forget. It's you're at dinner. This is a great one for the first date or the third date. Or even if you're married, you look at them and you say, if you could have dinner with any three people alive today, who would they be? I love that question. This is Kate's favorite it's my question. Favorite. It's your favorite. Okay, so who would they be? Uh, for me? Yeah. You know, I always kind of shift my answer, but Celine Dion, because if you know me, I just, I got to have my girl Celine. Uh, Brian Stevenson, he's a hero of mine. He um, fights for the wrongly, wrongly incarcerated, and he I just love his work. He's a Christian. He is so brave and courageous to me, and I just deeply admire him. So definitely Brian Stevenson. And honestly, probably Oprah. 
Okay. I love Oprah. I love her. I used to be obsessed and watch the Oprah show every day after school. There's probably other people. Okay. I mean, Christine Kane might be on that list. But I was going to say Brene Brown or Christine I, well, Kane Brene, usually sneak into I know. Those. I know. But I changed it up for this time. Babe, what about you? Three people alive today. Well, quick, clarify, uh, quick clarifying question. Mm -hmm. Can they be fictional or do they have to be real? They have to be real. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's disappointing. He's going to be like Iron Man. I'm like, well, technically he's not alive. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably have to say I would love to do like somebody like Charles Spurgeon. Mm. He'd Is be he alive? No, he's definitely not alive. He's a <laughs> I was going to say, baby, this is three people alive today. Oh, you didn't say that? Yes. Oh, alive today. We did say that. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm like, so I'm sorry. I thought he was not alive today. Okay. I'm so embarrassed. Okay, so the clarifying for the audience, they have to be alive and they have to be real. Because otherwise okay. everyone's going to be like, Jesus. And I'm like, that's great. Okay, like that doesn't tell you. Tell the other person much about you other than you love Jesus, right. which is great. Yes. So we do people alive today because, you know, if it was not alive today, I would definitely have Fred Rogers. I think he's phenomenal. Okay, back to you, Who's babe. that? Is that Mr. Sorry, Rogers? Mr. Rogers. Oh, okay, I've never heard anybody refer to him <laughs> as Fred. That's okay. so funny. Okay, so my answer would probably be uh, Tim Tebow. I, I just love him. I think mm. he's the man. Okay. I probably would maybe do uh, Nick Saban. He's the head coach of oh Alabama. I think gosh. just having those two guys in there. And then the third one, I would probably say it'd be funny to toss in like Tim Keller. I think Tim Keller, Tim Tebow, and Nick Saban, we'd wow. have some pretty All interesting. Men. Hmm. You don't want to have dinner with any female. Okay. Really? Very interesting. <laughs> I have at least one man at my dinner table. Okay. Okay. I'm just kidding. Those <laughs> so are good funny. people, babe. So you guys, write down these questions. Use them on your dates. Our hope is that these uh, questions help spur you into some creative date questions. Okay? <laughs> All right. Today, we're talking about... How does it feel to be single during the holiday, being single during the holidays, okay? And I put out a poll on Instagram about this because I really like to involve you guys with these episodes. And I asked, how does it feel to be single during the holidays? And so here's what a lot of you guys said. A lot of you guys said, it feels lonely, so lonely. So many of you also said it brings up comparison, sometimes even depression. And then for many of you, there are cases where you may be the only single person in your family and you have begun to feel like an outsider. Now, the loneliness can sometimes be uh, even extra if you just went through a breakup and then you're going into this holiday season with all the rom-coms, all the things. And so... Babe, why don't you tell them what the objective of today is? Yeah, so if you guys are listening to this, really, we we talked about this, and the objective, if you're listening, is this. We would love for you guys to look at 2022 and say, this is going to be the best single holiday season I have ever had. Yeah. And because you're listening to it right now, you have a head start, and you have a great opportunity to prepare mm. and really make this special instead of sucky special instead <laughs> special of sucky. that should be Aww. the title special instead of sucky yeah 
And I think that you guys can totally do this. Yeah. I mean, this episode's launching. It's Thanksgiving. It's Christmas almost here. I mean, it's all the holiday stuff. And so the first thing we want to point out is, first of all, first before I go into any of my points, like this, your pain, your feelings are so valid. And I totally can relate in many ways to feeling lonely during the holidays, to feel comparison during the holidays. I remember really until JJ, for some reason, you guys, I don't know what it was, but almost every relationship I had started early in the year or like spring or summer and then ended before the holidays. Like I, I had this tradition, not, I mean, like not purposely, but like almost every one of my relationships ended in late summer or early fall. And then it was like all holiday winter season. I'm like grieving, eating my chocolate alone for the holidays. And I just like, it was like going through that feeling of healing from a breakup and single. It was like, I, I rarely had a boyfriend, a boo during the holidays. And, and so there was just not only a lot of loneliness, but also uh, feelings of heartbreak that's exasperated by all the rom-coms and Hallmark movies and everything. And I'm just like, bah! <laughs> like ah! so I just want to say I get you in some ways and, and I understand some of your experience. I won't pretend that I understand all of it. Yeah. And, and what I hear from that is like, you guys are not alone. Mm-hmm. And we see like a lot of data and insights and responses and stories. The question that she asked, how do you feel about <laughs> being single on the holidays? Was one of the fastest, like most interacted stories we had ever seen mm-hmm. on Kate's account on Instagram. Yeah. Because I was like, oh there were hundreds of people pouring in mm-hmm. from that response. So you guys are 1000% not alone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll just say this too. It was especially hard for me because family stuff was has been hard for me to deal with um, by myself. And so I was like, it's not only am I single going through a breakup, but now I have to deal with my family stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just was for me always a rough time. Like I love the holidays, but it always brought up so much hard hardness. And actually several times over the last few years, I didn't even go home for the holidays as a boundary for myself. Um, And so I just want you to know, I see you. And so what we want to transition into is how we can find some level of joy while also making space for grief in this season. I believe there is room for both. There's room for the grief to experience and bring the grief to the Lord and experience those feelings. And how do we balance that by not getting stuck in the grief, stuck in the hopelessness and Mm -hmm. the disappointment, and still be able to find a semblance of joy in this season? Let's talk about combating loneliness. Yeah, and we did a masterclass on this in the Singles Academy, TSA. Yeah, if you guys join, actually, you can watch this masterclass, which I think would be powerful. It was so good. It was so, so good. It was one of my favorite things I've ever learned or gotten to consume. And we got to real quick, what we'll do is just recap some of those learnings, which, you know, the first thing about loneliness is breaking down some of the myths. Yeah. So do you want to go ahead and expel some of those myths yeah you know loneliness you can go to a massive sporting game with thousands of people where you aren't physically alone but you feel incredibly lonely 
You can also feel alone at 2 a.m., married, sleeping next to your spouse. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is loneliness isn't just classified by um, not having someone with you. The feeling of loneliness can still be there even when you're surrounded by people. You can feel lonely as a single who's maybe never dated in your life. You can feel obviously lonely single during the holidays. You can feel lonely after heartbreak or divorce. Loneliness comes in many shapes and sizes. And so in the masterclass, which I do encourage you guys, join TSA, heartofdating.com forward slash TSA, just because there are so many great resources in that program. And this masterclass on loneliness would help you so much in this season. So we'll just tell you a brief overview of the different kinds of loneliness. Um, yeah, there, there are six buckets of loneliness. And this is super, super important to yeah. identify. The first one is emotional loneliness. This looks like something like no one knows or understands my feelings nor wants to hear them. That mm-hmm. is like a, a place of emotional loneliness and singleness, relationship, divorce, marriage, doesn't matter that you can be at. The second one is relational loneliness. No one knows the real me and accepts the real me. Again, this can look a lot of different ways depending on your relational status. The third one is missional or vocational loneliness. My life has no meaning. I do not have a clear purpose. Mm -hmm. Do you want to take the next ones? Yeah, the next one, spiritual loneliness, which can be really real. I feel cut off or hidden from God. I feel like I can't hear him, Mm -hmm. see him, or feel him, or I feel like he has forgotten about me. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Physical loneliness, which is more so I have no one to share the load or life experiences with. I have no one to share the load of my life experiences with. I'm physically very lonely. Yes. And then situational loneliness, which also can come into play, especially in the holidays. I'm being excluded or left out of events or situations. This was a big one in the pandemic where lots of people felt situational loneliness, like we have the pandemic, we're all inside, quarantining, all that stuff. And so, but this can also happen if you feel like there's all these couples things happening and you are being excluded because of situationally you don't have a significant other you can't go to those events yes with all the couples doing their couple events and what tends to happen is the physical and the situational is what we describe as loneliness because you're not with somebody yeah or because you're being excluded but the reality is that the emotional spiritual relational needs missional too yeah are completely being overlooked mm-hmm. and under met So to truly change and combat loneliness, we have to know ourselves better, which is identifying the specific loneliness we're feeling, the root of that loneliness. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, we have to know the Father. Yes. Right? Because at the heart, the antidote of loneliness is connecting to God vertically, that's relationship with the Trinity, and connecting to God horizontally which is relationship with other humans. Yes, exactly. That's so good, babe. Yeah. So it's just a little snapshot on some of our thoughts on combating loneliness. Um, And certainly there's so much more we can say, but we want to transition into some other things here. 
you know, a lot of people wrote in. Uh, there's a, During the holidays, there's just extra family pressures, okay? You got that uncle that always asks. You got your mom. You got your grandma. You got anybody and everybody <laughs> who's like wants to know about your dating life at the holidays or Which? lack thereof. And so how do you respectfully answer questions about from your friends and family about your status, okay? <laughs> or like, what do you do when everybody wants to set you up? Oh my gosh, this is my mom's biggest MO. Every time, every holiday, oh my gosh, well, I want to get you a cute little Southern boy. Let's go to so Applebee's funny. and find you someone, honey. Hey, hey, what's and, wrong with Applebee's? <laughs> no, and I was like, mom, I'm not going to find a man in a local small town. My mom lives in a small town. When I'm from LA in in the middle of Texas, like I'm not, it's just mom, no. This just, is not please. a Hallmark movie, mom. I know. Okay. <laughs> I wish sometimes, but no. Okay, so <laughs> So let's set the stage, okay? Because this is what you guys are about to go through in two uh -huh. weeks or six weeks from now. The turkey is out, that stuffing is loaded onto your plate. You got warm gravy smothered <laughs> all over it. I'm literally getting hungry. Just thinking about it. It's a great time. It really is a great time. Mm -hmm. And of course, the infamous question from your mom, your uncle, your grandmother. So, Kate, why are you still single? <laughs> oh my gosh. Our favorite, least favorite question uh, of all time. And so, Kate, what should our answer look like? <laughs> well, first of all, I would be like, yes, I am still single because I haven't found someone worthy of the journey I'm on. Thank Ooh, you. I like that. <laughs> it's empowering. It's a little snarky, but it's also <laughs> it empowering. But here's what I really want to say. I mean, you certainly can say that and they'd be like, oh, oh. And then, yeah. but then they might add, well, you're just too picky. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Um, here's the thing if somebody pries or they want to set you up or they just keep asking questions, I really want to empower you to set boundaries. Uh, you know, assume a generous assumption. You know, they care about you. They assume that you really want marriage. Maybe you've told them that's what you want. And so they want to see you have that thing. They care about you most of the time. Let's assume a generous assumption, right? Sometimes it's selfish. My mom is like, I want grandbabies. And I'm like, okay, mom, like literally like just calm down. They're coming. Anyway, like no, but for years she's like, you're getting older. I'm like, oh my gosh. Thank you in case I did not know that. Really, I appreciate that also for all the ladies i it's like what is it with parents being like you're not getting any younger i'm like oh my gosh thank you i really feel empowered right now <laughs> anyway but you know so have a generous assumption about their intentions and then you want to tell them how it makes you feel generous assumption followed by being honest about how it makes you feel and setting your boundary so you can say something like this Hey, so I know you don't have any kind of negative intention with asking me about my singleness status or with wanting to set me up. And I I really believe that you tru truly do care about me. I know that you do. And for me, talking about my relationship status during the holidays can feel really hard, to be honest. I'm constantly reminded of it in so many ways. So this year, I'd love to not talk about it in this season period dot that's end of good sentence. it does require vulnerability it sets the stage with yeah. a generous assumption it tells them how you feel and then it closes with the boundary i don't want to talk I about love it. it it's so disarming and like vulnerable and just kind of like setting it you know straight with them you there may be some awkward silence after that but i promise you if they care about you truly they're going to be like oh okay exactly any relationally healthy person is going to hear that and be like totally sounds good with me yes and then if they're not they're going to use it in 
as an opportunity to just maybe like take a shot at you like, oh, you're so sensitive, blah, blah, blah. They're going to take it personal. For those people, it's just not even worth the time to take offense and have another conversation. Okay? Yeah. Moving on. Now, how outside of family dynamics and family asking, how do you set boundaries with all the lovey-dovey everything? Well, the first thing is you have to actually set them. Like you got to set them because a lot of things, a thing that came up a lot is the Hallmark movies, the rom-coms. It can be hard for many of you. So you want to not go overkill on some of these things. You want to know your limits, know where you are in the season and just own that that's where you are in the season. I used to shame myself being like, I wish I, I want to do all these things. It shouldn't bother me that much. It shouldn't be a problem for me to watch a rom-com movie. I like those. I love the holiday, like that movie. And I was like, I should be able to watch that, you know, and I was shaming myself because I wanted to, I was shitting all over myself. And <laughs> really, I just needed to be honest with myself. Like this season, my heart is tender. Yeah. This season, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. And that's okay for this season. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to do that because yeah. guess what? You have an onslaught of social media posts and rom-coms and hallmark coming your way, okay? So I have two two options for you guys, especially yes. when it comes to Instagram. You can have a mindset change or you can establish boundaries where yeah. you're just not gonna get on it and consume it, okay? So for the first one, mindset change, maybe there's a potential here to view each scroll as a reminder of what can happen versus what has not happened for you. You see the difference? One is much more positive and allows us to celebrate with those people because guess what? You got first Christmases, engagements, baby announcements, like it's all coming, all right? It's like, brace yourselves, <laughs> it's all coming. <laughs> so you can either change your mindset and how you consume these, celebrate, make it positive, be inspired and hopeful. Um, and when you do that, you can actually look forward to the post. Yes. You know, you can't wait to hear those stories. It reminds you of God's goodness through other people's stories. That's right, babe. And if you can't, that's totally okay. It Maybe is. it's it just a totally tender okay. season for you. Maybe it's just wiser to set some boundaries and just say, hey, I'm going to limit my scrolling to 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes at night. I'm not going to pick this up because if you struggle with a thought pattern or loneliness, which again is totally okay, why set up your path with tripwires and triggers yeah. and all these things? Like, Why do that to yourself? This is going to seem like a dramatic analogy, but it's just coming to me. If you are a recovering alcoholic why continue every day to go to a liquor store? Okay. Mm -hmm. Why are you going every day to the liquor store if you're in the in you're a very vulnerable season of recovery? Yeah. Okay. That's it's gonna probably not lead to something good if you do that every single day, especially while in the initial stages of recovery or while you're in a very tough season. That kind of a person, somebody going through like something tender in their life where they want to refocus, you need to set boundaries. It's not setting yourself up for success. So there's a beautiful thing on Instagram called the mute button and you can mute people for you a season mute, without you unfollowing limit your them. time there's a lot of things to do here so you had some more questions in the dms right yes okay so first one. wow we have a lot on this we can't cover it all you guys we'll try we'll try to okay this is a great episode yeah so what do they do when everyone else is paired off yeah, I think I love this. This is going to be really, really hard, and it's going to take a lot of self-realization, but I would view every time you feel the loneliness, the comparison, the lack of, the FOMO, and the pairing off, 
This is your time to choose gratefulness. This is your time to choose joy. Choosing to embrace the singleness, you say to yourself, I'm gonna rock this solo and love it. I'm gonna have fun pairing up with my grandma, my little cousin, my, you know, whosoever it be, and we're gonna have more fun than everybody else, yes. okay? So just own it and embrace the singleness. And I think that is really probably the best thing to do when everybody's paired off. And then if it helps, I know you guys singles, I know you singles don't like to hear this, but what the couples won't tell you in the pairing off is that <laughs> they probably mourn their singleness in that moment more than you know. They might be having a conflict right after dinner because <laughs> something didn't go well, you yeah. know, or something slipped out. Like the grass is greener sometimes and then other times every person who's married is looking back and just cherishing that singleness. So yeah. if it's helpful, look back at a fond time of life that you had, especially the moments where life was good and you weren't so grateful in the moment. And then in that momentum, cherish the singleness where you are. Yeah. Cause you, cause it is a great, great time. It can't. Yeah. So with that, <laughs> how, with that, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, so how do you have some fun ways to celebrate as a single, the holidays, single solo dates? Man, I started mastering this the last several years. Again, yeah. remember, I went through all these breakups right before the holidays and I'm like, I'm single as a Pringle and definitely not ready to date. And I just like really want to enjoy this season. So, um, but if you are ready to date, I will say the holiday season is a great time to meet other singles. There are tons of holiday events out there. So definitely take advantage of that and go to as many as you can and just meet people. Uh, shameless plug for the Singles Academy because we have tons of fun events and holiday events coming up in our community and we have lots of people just meeting. Also doing meetups in real life, which is really fun. That's our masterclass program called the Singles Academy. And here are just some other practical ideas. Um, mail letters to your favorite people. This is one of my favorite things, okay? Just sit down, think about them, gratitude for that other person, and mail them a handwritten letter. Hello. Uh, dress up and go to a Christmas party. That is so fun. Dress up. Even host a party, an ugly Christmas sweater party. That is so, so, so fun. Maybe make yourself a fancy holiday meal and watch your favorite movie. Um, yes, please. That's definitely I done I did that so many times. Maybe you celebrate how you like. You can grab hot cocoa and go for a Christmas light drive. I love that with blasting Christmas music. I did that multiple years in a row with some of my favorite best friends, single girlfriends. We'd be in the car, we would drink hot cocoa, we would like have our windows down because it's warm in California, blasting music. Music. Oh, it was so fun kind of stalking all these homes. What other things can you do, babe? <laughs> my, my list looks a little different from Kate's, <laughs> but that's great. The point here and the question that you can ask is, if this was your last single Christmas, what would you do? What mm. would you really enjoy and cherish? So my list would be like, well, I'm going to go hunting. I'm going to go golfing. I'm going to go snowboarding. I'm going to go to the movie solo. Yes. I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to have a sibling sleepovers, like a multiple sibling. So we're all just going to pack in a room and sleep together. <laughs> I'm going to host or co-host a, a Christmas party. It's a yeah. great way to meet other people and reconnect. Um, hey, drop the hanky. Guys, this is the most single time where people who are single are the most open and ready the to mingle. They're they like, like, yes, 
Please reach you know, out to me. Please every send single me a DM. has the same single fever <laughs> during the holidays. Cuffing okay. Seasons, yeah, yeah, it's such a great time to maybe um, reach out to that hometown crush that you never had the the nerve to reach out to and yeah. just see if they want to go on a date. You just never know. I love it. Okay, guys, so those are some fun ways to celebrate being single um, or single solo dates during the holidays. And lastly, we want to cap this off by talking about just it to give you some perspective, okay? This is not to tell you, you know, like being single in the holidays is the best thing ever. It's just to really give you some additional perspective, you know. Some people did ask, like, hey, I want you to talk about if there are any benefits of being single at the holidays. And the first thing I will tell you as I laugh thinking about this is yes, because guess what? Family dynamics can be interesting, especially as a couple, okay? Because unless you guys perfectly have perfectly healthy both parents and family dynamics, there could be some complications. And not only is it complicated on that front, but it's also complicated with traveling and coordinating. I mean, are we are visiting four different sets of parents this year. It's crazy in different states in different locations like y'all it's wild we are it's we're doing a massive road trip it's crazy we're spending all this time doing it we have to bring the dogs it's like a lot Mm -hmm. and i already thought it was a lot before jj and now i'm like oh my goodness we add his family we have all of his siblings it's fun it's fun but it's a lot and it's complicated okay (laughs) yes 100 percent. and then lastly listen if you guys enjoy your freedom and your autonomy, like you're just a person who naturally mm-hmm. enjoys that, which is most humans, guess what? This is like your time to really, really enjoy that because it doesn't completely disappear when you get married, but it does change, okay? Yes. Every decision you thought you can make independently, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. JJ's like, take it from me. I'm like, As no. Silently, a tear just goes down his face. I know. I'm like Gollum, you know, from Lord of the Rings, just looking at my freedom like, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you know, listen, it's small, but these are like little delights, okay? You can stay up till when you want. You can sleep in till when you want. You can bounce from the house whenever you want. You can say what you'd like at the dinner table and you're not going to get a second look and hear about it later. <laughs> you can eat whatever you want. You can have a second piece of pie and you're not you're not going to get a look from across the dinner table. You can truly enjoy whatever makes you happy in your hometown. You can go see whatever friends you want. That's There's just no part. expectations really from another person. Yeah, there were some seasons in the holidays where I just like traveled the whole month. Yeah. And because... I could just do what I wanted and it was flexible and it didn't really matter because. Sorry, Teddy. Teddy is on his back playing with the toy right now. What just happened? Okay. I was like, is he okay? We won't cut that. That's just what that goes on funny. during our recordings. Okay. Yeah. So that's there a good is thought. so. Yeah. And I just like did so much traveling during the holidays and it was fun and yeah. overly flexible. And I mean, sure, we could do that right now, babe, but there's so many other we have differing desires in that area and also yeah. we have two dogs now and exactly it's just different it's just different well and it helps you guys like kate and i are similar in a lot of ways but you know one thing that we go through is like if i was leaving california i would leave for thanksgiving to go to nashville i would bring my car and i would just live on the road for like six weeks or eight weeks and bounce <laughs> between nashville no. and dallas and go see friends all throughout the southeast <laughs> 
that's, probably sleep and couch surf on everyone's couches. Yeah. And that's not Kate's like, MO. No, <laughs> I don't like couch no. surf and or sleep on the ground. Exactly. And that, that doesn't work for me. I and, like my bed and my rhythms. Thank yeah. You. And so one of my favorite things that I tell every single is take advantage. Travel solo before and after the holidays. Take advantage of the break uh, from work and travel in the down times to vacation spots. Go mm-hmm. see people. Go skiing. Go snowboarding. Just do all those things because... I'm telling you, they're they're not gonna. <laughs> they're not they're gonna gone. <laughs> they're gone. Okay, if you are a traveler like that. Well, we love you guys. We hope this episode encouraged you, made you feel seen, made you laugh, yeah, and also gave you maybe a taste of some different perspectives. Just know truly that you are not alone, and there's room for your feelings and your disappointment in this area. And what does it look like to step into holding space for both the grief and yeah. joy? You know, let's go out and let's have the best, seriously, the best single holiday ever. Yeah. Like I would love, love that for you guys and have a wonderful day. We love you guys. Okay, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. The Heart of Dating podcast is created by Kate Warman. It is a part of the Converge podcast network. Our incredible editor is the one and only Scott Caro. Our theme music was developed by the amazing Christian Ledoux. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, or if you've never written us a review or ranked us on iTunes, we'd encourage you to do so because it helps us so much to get this podcast into more people's ears. We launch our podcast each and every week on Wednesday. So we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.